we talking about practice. Not a game, not a game. We talking about practice. Practice, man. I mean, how silly is that? Hi, Abby. Oh, hey. What's up? How was your practice this week? Um, it was a little, a little rough. Why? Well, just adjusting to practicing at home. Oh, ah, interesting you say that because that's what I want to talk about today oh. is home practicing oh. and tips for home practicing and home practicing in general and all of that good stuff. So mm. you had a hard, hard week of practice. Well, you kind of injured, aren't you? Yeah, I got a little bit of injury happening up in my hip which is affecting my back and it makes back bends and like behind the head hard, which is like, you know, a lot of my practice. So, so, um, but well, I think it's it. a lot of everybody's practice. Well, yeah, I know. I'm just, it's like the, I'm doing primary series and trying to go back into second. It's feeling a little better since the end of this week, but it is tough because I can't, see myself and I get more in my head when I'm home. What do you mean you can't see yourself? Well, you know, when you practice with the teacher, a lot of times like you might think something is there's like a this thing that happens where you're injured so you start like moving weirdly, which can maybe lead to more injury. And sometimes if there's a teacher or someone watching, they can be like, Hey, like you're fine. You know, and just give that little bit of like justification for you're like, all right, I'm because you're, like, afraid to hurt yourself more when you're injured, so. Yeah, I'm running through that myself. Yeah, so I'm, like, being really cautious, but maybe too cautious. I'm not sure. Uh, I see. I'm. That's interesting because I'm dealing with the same thing with my knee. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, like, I'll stop and then I'll, like, see, like, well, if I move it this way or if I enter lotus this way and, like, in certain types of things like that, like, and then I'm, like, am I taking too much time trying to enter poses and I'm overthinking it? And then it sends me down, like, a whirlwind and I'm, like, should I just concentrate my breath and move past it? And, yeah, so I understand, but I don't know how much a teacher can snap you out of that or see if something's, I mean, it's your body. I think it's more of just, like, the mental support. Like, I don't think that usually when I've been injured, sometimes it's not necessarily that they can, like, see it. It's just, like, a more, like, external, like, motivation thing. So, like, you don't get it. It kind of pulls you out of your head. You know, most of the stuff is, like, so mental. Yeah. Now, would you – you, to my understanding – like practicing in a room with a teacher because it does it is an added motivation for you for sure I think also it's because and I don't know if this is a thing but I'm pretty extroverted so I get energy Uh from other people like being around people talking to people all that stuff so when I don't have that sometimes I get like it's like this weird like I enjoy being by myself but yeah. It's like this weird, like, de- it's not really a depression, but it's just like the, my energy is a lot lower when there's like not more people that like to share, to like get energy from. So I've had to like figure out how to like keep that going. So mm-hmm. my motivation is like, is like the struggle is always to like keep motivation up, you know? To get on your mat. 
No, not necessarily getting on the mat, but like continuing because I okay. will try to tell myself to like, I, I'll just be like, oh, this is uncomfortable. I just will only kind of do it or like something hurts a little bit and it, it makes it hurt a lot more. Yeah, no, I understand. Yeah. I feel the same way, but you've been, you've been stepping on your mat pretty much like an hour after I have. So like we haven't even been really aligning our practices. I just you go consistent. So early. I've been consistent. Well, an hour later than I have been, because because we're now practicing at home. I mean, I've been stepping on at six a.m. Usually, I step on at five. Mm-hmm. I and mean, usually you step on at five because you've been practicing with me when we're at the shala. But now, but now we have transitioned to home practice out of necessity because of the coronavirus and our. Um, to social distance and to, and pretty much here in Ohio where we are, everything is, um, well, closed down. And the governor and has, our governor of Ohio has pretty much put everything on lockdown. All gyms <laughs> are closed, everything. So, yeah, it's uh, forced home practice. Forced home practice. But I don't think it's a bad thing because I'm, uh, I'm not one to, I don't mind home practicing. Um, I like kind of a mix of the both. Uh, 90% of the time I practice at a shala, but I do welcome it every once in a while. Yeah, I feel like you're more comfortable practicing at home than I am. Mm-hmm. Why I, do you think that is? Uh, I don't know. Um, I hold myself to a strict regimen. Like, I'll just, like, get up and do it every day at the same time and like I don't I feel like sometimes home practice can get daunting when you don't allow for a for a setup to for a pattern to to be created and for a routine and like routine of waking up getting in the car going to the shala all that stuff I mean and if you don't establish a routine at home then I could see how it could be hard Mm-hmm. But I also have to, like, get to work at a certain time, or I did. Um, wow. Well, I I still do. <laughs> it's just I'm working from home now for, again, social distancing. Um, but, again, it's we're in a different place. And and I guess that's the best thing about Ashtanga is it meets you where you are in whatever circumstances you're in, and our circumstances are uncontrollable. And... You know, it's probably good that we have to home practice through this because um, although I'm still practicing up to Krandavasana and everything, I'm probably not pushing myself unnecessarily in certain places because I don't need to overtax my immune system right now. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I think the benefit, though, I mean, we are are Shangis, and that is literally what our practice is like meant for is for us to do it on our own. I think it's such a um, privilege to be able to practice in a room and sometimes something I take for granted. Same. I was on a call with some friends and, you know, I was kind of talking about the adjustment back to home and most of them practice at home anyway. So they were kind of like, yeah, okay, can't relate to this struggle because this is what I do, you know. And it just was, I think the people that – um if you're a vinyasa practitioner or if you rely on a teacher to lead you through a practice that you like don't know the sequence of or you don't know where it goes or you're not sure like the how sequences like should go or would go then it's very confusing to get on your mat 
And so um, that's why I think it's the stronger practice is I'm really thankful for because I can continue to practice. Mm -hmm. I don't have to rely on having to get on a video to be motivated. I can like just do my normal practice. It's just the setting is different. It creates a strong personal practice although it is cool seeing all the teachers out there doing zoom calls which you've been doing zoom calls and in mm-hmm. places setting up opportunities for people who need help to meet because not everybody is as far in their practice or has a dedicated like six day a week set up or five day a week or four day a week um yeah and like the other the other part of it is like the like the benefit is that like you learn a practice that you that you can do but the down part of it is that if you're an Ashanga teacher, it is a lot harder to go virtual. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, you're used to watching people move and seeing how, how they go and adjustments are like a big thing. And so if you're a teacher out there, it's like much harder to figure out how to navigate this thing than if you're a Vinyasa teacher who's used to teaching in front of a, a room and has the sequences down, it's much easier to lead this thing where it's like what are you gonna do just do like lead practices every day like you can as a a stronger teacher but it doesn't have like the same you run into the same things of like why it's harder to do lead practices or teach them in a studio because it doesn't quite get the same benefit still beneficial but the benefit of it is to be able to tap into your breath and be able to like do this sequence and notice how you get deeper into it and the memorization is such a thing so when you're teaching it streaming it's harder to individualize a practice for the person in front of you especially if there's lots of people so if you just do like a live stream it's harder to know how to teach because you're not looking at the person to be like give them individual cues Mm -hmm. so it's it's tricky to figure all that out i mean if sharat gave a seven day a week led primary on zoom calls right now i'd probably do it oh totally I totally would. You can follow along, but if you need to modify, like, mm. you may not even know. You know, do you remember, like, when you're first practicing and you, like, want to, like, do everything all the way? Like, you see them doing a half lotus, you're like, fuck it, I'm going to pull my knee. My I'm going to do it. Yeah. I'm going to try trip. that. And then. Yeah, I still do that with lotus. I, yeah. I, I When I teach, I almost have to, like, like demonstrate the uh, modifications because people will they see me do something that's like outside their wheelhouse and they will try it and then hurt themselves. Everybody's like, I want to do what that I want to yeah. do that one because it looks cool. I don't want to do something called modified. Yeah, I, I understand, especially if you're an Ashtangi. So basically, I wanted to, uh, well, with everybody kind of in this position right now, it mm-hmm. seems like the, the majority of the world is um, doing what's right or trying to social distance, and a lot of people are pulling back into being home practitioners. Um, I still think it's nice to support support your shala any way you can. Um, but I wanted to run through an article. Are you, are you okay with that? Yeah, why not? What else are we? I want to ask you. Do? Oh, I want to ask you a couple questions. <laughs> That's not funny. Uh, for a little bit of context, so uh, another thing is um, that it's we are very fortunate. So Abby is my girlfriend of a couple years, and we are very fortunate to have each other. She can help me catch, and she can give me adjustments and give me cues when she actually wakes up on time and watches me and mm. or practices with me. So. Mm-hmm. 
I just want to say I'm thankful you for that. You hate it when I give you cues, though, when you're practicing. Well, I, I might... I might, it might come across as I hate it at the time because I'm like, ah, <laughs> oh, fuck you. But at the same token, like, I do appreciate it because you're an outside perspective and you can learn anything from anybody. It's true. But anyways, I want to say that we are very fortunate before we jump into this article. Yeah, we totally are. So, cool. All right, so the article that I'm referencing is by John Boltman. Um, you familiar? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, does he not have the coolest job in the world? Coolest job in the world. He He's teaches cool. at a university. I know. He, he teaches a stanga at Virginia University. It's really rad. That's like, he's a professor of a stanga. I know. That's like, that's the best. That's and he's a pretty cool dude, too. Dreams, is he? Yeah. Oh, good. I hope. Well, he wrote a home practice article um, just recently that he released Probably because of everything that's happening. And so he says the first thing is space and time. Thinking about practice the day before. What do you think of that? Um, that gets me in trouble. I don't know. <laughs> I Yeah, sure. What does that mean? Though? Well, he just means like cultivating consistency, setting up time and allocating a certain space in your house. Oh, so like um, planning to practice. Well, yeah, and thinking through it like... Uh, fortunately, we are both Ashtangis, so we've dedicated our entire living room to being a shala, or a practice room. For a while, we didn't have anything in there. Now we have more of a house set up, but mm -hmm. it was it was a little weird for a while every time our family came over. Well, no I place to sit. I mean, but it's cool, though. I mean, the place I lived before this... If I would have to home practice, I don't even know what I would where I would go. There was like no room. Yeah, think about going to other places, like other people's houses, and like yeah. when you stay over, you're like, "Fuck, where am I gonna where practice? Would I practice?" Yeah, like no one else, no one else but it in the basement. On the back, no, I know. Where can I? Where can I find an open space where there's nothing else that I can like? <laughs> I hate practicing on carpets. Oh yeah, me too. It's tough. It's the worst. You know those, like, um, some of those, I don't know, hot yoga studios that have the carpet? Have you ever seen those? No. Oh, my God. It's really weird. The weirdest one I ever did when we were at uh, down in Chattanooga. Oh, yeah. Those, like, squid. Those, I kind of love those. I didn't though. hate that, but that was, like, that was like, like similar to wrestling or yeah, when I did jiu-jitsu. super it's squishy. Like, it's, like, a, it's a mat. Yeah. It is. It's, gr it's great. I love I those. didn't like it. I don't like it more than wood or, like, oh, uh, a Something with a wood floor with a little bit of give. Mm. What was it like practicing in Miami on like just a straight up gym floor with a little less give? I mean, it's like practicing on just at regular home, at home. I mean, in well, now my sore. I don't know what they use. It's a little bit it has like a little bit of give, but the new shawl. Yeah, but old shawl had it was like carpet underneath and linoleum on flooring on top or something I and so there's a little bit of like give it's like that at ayc also yeah so it's well i mean that's what i prefer yeah so this is like a little bit hard and you know if you're like jumping back like out of like pinja for example or like kranavasana and you land you like feel it yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah. no, and, and like the whole room shakes every, <laughs> it doesn't absorb anything I jump it out of pincha here i'm like oh just woke up all of our neighbors yeah <laughs> Doom, and then I'm like, you need to be more precise. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Well, wait. What is the what's the floor like in the new shawl? Uh, in Charats. 
in Mysore? I mean, I can't, now I can't, I mean, it's like a little bit, it has a little bit of give. I don't, I can't really, um. Is it wood? No, now I can't remember. I can't think of it. That's so you weird. You for two months. I know. It's not wood. It is, I think it's that, have you ever been on, uh, in those gyms that have like, not the wood flooring, but like the kind of little bit of that squish? No. Where it's, it's hard. It's hard, but it's not like um, super like solid. I don't I don't really know how to describe it. Well, I'm looking at a picture of it right now. It's like blue. Yeah, I mean, there's like a little bit of a. Um, I don't know what it is, but it's a little like a slight give. Is there really like yellow lanes? Yeah, they mark. They <laughs> have it marked off your little block of where you practice. They use like caution tape. Yeah, it's great. You have so much room. It is amazing. Huh. It looks cool. Yeah. Did we get off topic. I think we got off topic. Yeah, we got off topic. I mean, that's all right. Of. So, getting excited about your practice. So, do you think it's nice to roll out your mat and and to do all that, set out your clothes, maybe put your coffee out? Is that something? I know a lot of people I see on Instagram swear by that that doesn't really work for you i don't really need i set out my that. clothes do you mm-hmm. yeah on the floor in your closet no i put them like on top of like a drawer like have them set out like lay out on top or something i mean that's what i did when i first was trying to practice like i had to get everything ready in that, the night before because i like would roll out of bed at the very last second and have to go so if everything and if i could get things as ready as I could while I was, like, awake and, like, motivated. Then mm-hmm. in the morning when I'm not motivated, then it's easier because there's not as many steps to do it. I think that some of my, like, AD, like ADHD brain is, like, if there's, like, a barrier to entry for things, like, I get stuck. So you just got to make it easy, so I gotta easy make it as I got to make it as easy as possible. That's why okay. it's, like, I mean, having... The, the room, like, as bare as it is, is good because there's not any, like, distractions. I mean, we took the rug out of it and put it in the living or in the bedroom just yeah. to make it even easier. It's like if we had to, like, if I had to, you I mean, you were there before me, but if I had to, like, roll up the rug before every time, I just, like, probably would not do it eventually because I'd get annoyed by it. What do you mean not practice or not roll up the rug? I either I wouldn't roll up the rug or I would just be, like, oh, like be less motivated to practice because I had to do more things right before. That's fucking stupid. I mean, I'm just telling you how my brain works. You gotta cater to your, how your brain works with this stuff. Okay, I'm gonna move on, just because that's. Patrick not. is very—he's like very disciplined with these things, and he does not understand that I have—I struggle with like some of these. If a rug stops you from practicing, then you it's need a thing. To reevaluate. Look, it's a thing. Practice. If you have to, I mean, I'm not saying I wouldn't, but it would take me longer to get there. So it's like for. For me, it's like even having my clothes in a drawer that I'd have to get to. It's like all those extra like steps to get out there. It's more difficult. I'm I'm just, it's just how my brain works. No, that's why I asked. I know. All right. So lights on in the room. Do you prefer to practice in a room that is well lit or a little bit dimmer or super dark? Like some, you know, one of my biggest pet peeves is when the teacher does not turn the lights Pretty much oh yeah, it on. makes me hard to wake can't up. Can't fucking stand it. No, I like, need I need like in the, the dark. Yeah, like I, I already need, can't see without my glasses. Right, I need the the lights on as much as possible. When it's dark 
I mean, it's okay from first like warming up or whatever, but if it's down, if they're like really down, it's hard for me to like stay motivated. I'm trying to wake up. Yeah. I mean, one of the main things is looking at, you know, bright lights immediately when you wake up, like it's, it will get your circadian rhythm up, Mm -hmm. get it going. And that's why I turn, that's why I have natural lights. Well, that's also because of, uh, I need natural lights for painting, but that's why I put those light bulbs in my art lamps because they're i like those lines right so they're not they're they tend towards a neutral or a blue as opposed to a yellow which um, we're not even gonna get into it but nonetheless i like it light i like a room that is well lit yeah and having the heat like i did this before i think you just turn it on in the morning now oh well i was just saying like we had it for a little bit where it automatically turn on yeah, at a certain time. I don't know if we do that. automatically jumps to 75, and then we could put it up higher. And so we would, like, wake up. And the heat, like, heat makes me a little crazy, So if I, especially when I sleep. So that would get me out of bed when it's, like, really hot. Like, it's harder for me to, like, settle in underneath the clothes, so underneath the covers. So it helped. So it helps me to, like, because our room gets, like, all the heat. Hello. And it makes me so uncomfortable. So that's it one way to get, get me out. Though. I think it's really hot. That's why it's got to be 69 mm-hmm. or 70. No, I like it cold at night. Yeah, but I, I do like it, like the setup where it jumps to 75 and then we can turn it up to like 77, 78. What is your, I feel like that's like the, that's like the nice range. I know. I, the only thing I really wish is that there is some humidity in, the, in there. Oh, like I can't just stand the it. heat so fucking dry. is really dry it and is it, so that dry. is hard for me. And it's winter. It's yeah. gross. That's one of my favorite things about AYC. It's like it, like there's a nice like you get in those heat panels. Yeah, like and so like I mean at at home like I see some people they have like a humidifier out that helps because also helps with like your breath. Like when it's really dry, it's hard to take deep breaths. Like for me, it is. I have a really hard time with it. So when it's like a little more like the air is a little better, you can like breathe easier at least for me. Yeah. And then having like a little. People do, like, space heaters. I we mean, just heat up our house because it's small. <laughs> right. Plus you maybe don't want to do that if you have a huge house. Well, yeah, and, I mean, if you have a huge house, you can probably afford it, but we can't. And Not uh, always. And, and well, I It's, mean, like, exponentially goes more. My parents keep, like, more of a regular temperature than we do. Uh, well, we it, keep it hot. I know. We've because been we both, Well, it. we both, like, really, really hot. Well, we just, like, hot weather, and we both get cold really easy. Mm. You know it's fucked up? I, I do this when I go places. I'll sneak around and I'll find the thermostat and I'll turn it up. <laughs> I did it. I did it. I do it at your house. I did it. <gasps> oh my God. I've, d- I've done it like, I do it everywhere I go. And then I always, it's so, f- I know, but it's so funny when you hear like the head of the household, like, like why is it so hot? Exactly. And then it's, it's always me, but I do it without anybody knowing. I'm going to tell on you next time. Don't do that. <laughs> so, um, but you don't want to make it too hot. No, sometimes I have to go and turn it off because once I get warm, I get, like, angry. But that's, I mean, that's sketchy anyways, like, because you don't want to, I mean, anywhere you practice, like, this isn't hot yoga, and we're not going to get into the, I mean, your body's already being heated, and it's boiling your blood, and all that good stuff. Mm. Kidding, but not really. Mm. So, you got on heat? on here all right uh the next thing is things going into your body and mind starting with food be grateful slash pray before the meal i pray before every meal i'm pretty good at that 
So this is this is for like home practice. Yeah, he just released this. Cool. I mean, but that's pretty much all encompassing because you know, eating kind of. I mean, you'll slowly work or figure out what works for you and what doesn't work for you. And I think uh, one good thing that he says. Um, if you've been practicing for a while, you still may need to add or drop some things. Um, so it will. Let, I'll just read what he says. Eat well for your practice. Find out what works for you. I have specifics for what works for my practice, but you should experiment to find what works for you. Um, yeah, and my diet's very different than your diet, which is very different than anybody else's diet. So, I mean, you know, like, I don't really... You know, I like eating early just because I like eating earlier. Um, but, yeah, I find I do better when I just have a a consistent type of thing that I eat. Yeah, I mean, like, everything is, like, uh, it contributes to to this stuff. I mean, this, I guess, goes within, like, just practicing in general. You want to be make sure that you're... I mean, everyone is, like, different on how they their, like, eating habits are, but you can figure out, like, pretty quickly. I mean, I don't know. Like, I find that if I don't feel good during a practice, I can pretty much point to sort of what it is that's bothering me. It's usually, like, the first thing comes to my mind where it's like, oh, yeah, that was probably, like, Same. I didn't drink enough water. You know, you get, like, these little, yep. like, things that happen. So I feel like your body immediately tells you, like, oh, yeah, you fucked up there. Yeah. So, so eat well or eat whatever, eat however works for you. Sleep, sleep's important. Mm -hmm. We got pretty good sleep habits. You, I mean, yours are better. Yeah, better. I mean, I'm saying better than they were. Mine are better than hers, but well, and hey, again, it's so it's so individual. It's so individual for everybody. I think is that like some people need a lot of sleep. Yep. Some people don't need a lot of sleep to be okay. Like. If I get too much, if I go a period of time, this happened recently where like I got too much sleep, then it's like I can't sleep. That happened to me last night because I've like, been sleeping an extra hour every night. Yeah. And like we've been staying at home being more sedentary. So it's like my body's like, cool. I don't need that much rest. My yeah. dad's the same way. I think that's like just each Everybody's person is like, yeah, each person's a little Actually, bit different. Actually, except for my brother. The fucker can yeah, sleep for like 13 hours yeah, a my night. Sister, my sister can too. She needs a lot of sleep. Otherwise, she like can't do practice i mean like i have it's it's just like finding the consistent thing i think routine well yeah know what works know what works for you i, yeah. I think uh rejoice often and stay inspired think good thoughts actively look for nice things in yourself and others i think that's my problem with home practice the biggest one is that i'm always in my fucking head well, yeah, and, and I think, so, I mean, my mom always said this gr when I was growing up is, like, not to, like, focus or, like, the things that you, like, take into your head and stuff is is important and it, like, shows up. And I think that's really true. It's, like, when you're focused on a problem or on something that's not good, it, like, shows in your practice because you're, like, you, you start, like, thinking about that stuff. You have, like, those bad patterns. But if you're thinking about and trying to focus on, like, the good or positive, then, like, it also makes your practice feel a lot better. So then mm -hmm. you want to think about that stuff more. And it makes just, like, a healthier mind, I think. And, like, looking for the nice things in yourself is important, too. Because it's easy to, like, be criticizing, like, yourself as you practice or, like. Yeah. 
you know, like for me recently, it was like the, uh, I was getting like down on myself because like I'd put, put on a little bit of weight. And if I like focus on that, then it just makes me frustrated. I was getting frustrated because I couldn't put my leg behind my head as easy. And I was blaming it on that. And so I would just like stop right in my tracks. But if you're like, hey, no, I'm, I'm strong, I'm good, I'm healthy, all that stuff, then you don't get stuck there as much. You're hella strong right now. So I don't, yeah, but you know, we've already had that conversation. I disagree with your standpoint there, but I understand. Cause Which I go, standpoint? Well, that the positive thought standpoint? Well, that no, the negative terrible. thought on you adding weight and then you not being able to put your legs behind your head because of, that's oh. totally your fucking hip. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, that's like definitely a story. I mean, it definitely happens because my hips are Stories. narrow. When my legs get a little bit thicker, it is harder, but it doesn't mean I can't do it. But that's what I was telling myself. Well, you know? I think everybody agrees that you look really, really nice. Okay, well, I don't care. That's fine. We'll just move on from that. Yeah, I guess. Um, but I do agree that rejoice often and stay inspired. Uh, you know, 50% of my thoughts lately have been really, really good and impressed and, like, yeah, or actually, like, 70%. And then, of course, like, the 30% is, like, damn, the fuck are you doing? Like, why don't your knees heal? Like, come on. Well, I mean... I think also for this current time where things are a little like uncertain and negative, like we do take in a lot of like bad things too. And when you, you know, it's like, oh my God, like everything's going to close. What's going to happen with money? Am I going to be able to like eat in a couple months? Like is people, you know, like all this like negative, negative, negative happens. It's true. And lots of uncertainty. So then when you go on your mat and you're in that headspace, I think especially right now, it's probably good to keep your, uh, like, not look at your phone before practice, which I'm really terrible about doing, but keeping that, like, you know, because you're getting all these alerts about coronavirus and people dying and, like, what's going to happen, you know, and I think if you can, like, not start your day like that, it's important to, like, keep to that. I agree. I mean, I think you should keep your phone out of the room anyways, but we don't really have a digital clock or like a non-digital clock anywhere. I'm going to buy one, get a non-digital clock and put it up over there. Yeah. I mean, and it's okay. Oh, like it if helped. you want to like do stuff to like record, I really just mean, cause I think that's a big motivation for me sometimes when I'm feeling less motivated to set up a camera cause for, it's like a psychological thing, you know? Okay. So that's me personally. I I am one that struggles more with, like, the, like, discipline and the routine and stuff. I can easily get thrown off, so I have to set up, like, a few mental things. So I think that, like, you know, when I I practiced at home for a while this summer and I would have to sometimes play music or a podcast or, like, keep the TV on or something just so that I would, like, actually get to my mat because that was the most important thing and then I could peel those things away as, like, I got more in the routine of actually getting on my mat. So, like, you know, Patrick is more, he keeps it very, like, you know, he's very good about, like, keeping those things, like, away and be able to self, like, internally motivate, which I admire a lot, and I wish I could do that. I mean, I don't know how true that is, but, I mean, it's your words. Yeah, I mean, I think that it's, like, amazing, and it's hard for people because we're also, like, crazy. More than ever. Right now, do I need a shtanga? Mm-hmm. I mean, it is my way to clean the house that is my body and to just, like, 
move this energy throughout and just like you know, I saw a quote online or something. It was like, stay in motion. It makes you harder to hit. And like, <laughs> and I don't know why that stuck with me, but it, it did. Um, it's like, it's like, that's the like kind of things of like, it makes you harder to kill, which like, that, oh, I love those, that th- those things like don't like, <laughs> it's like, of course, I'm just like, of course that would be the thing that like motivates Yeah, you. but <laughs> no, but more so than anything right now, I need, you know, mentally, and spiritually, like physically, it definitely is of an amazing benefit. But right now, like I'm trying to lean into the, um, you know, the more spiritual and mental aspects of my practice. Yeah, and just like get a little bit more connected. Super important. Yeah. Um, moving on to setting intention, um, cultivating sweetness in your practice. Enjoy each breath. Uh, I think we kind of just went over that. Um, little things with great love start with and set a goal of just a few sun salutations. You know, I, I always used to look at like when people would be like, just tell yourself to go and do one sun salutation and see how it goes. And then, and I was like, that's bullshit. You just go and you do your whole fucking practice until one day I really didn't want to practice. And I was like, you know what, dude, just go and do the bare minimum and you'll be fine. And then I went and I did one sun, sun, one sun salutation, and then I did two, and then I did three, and then next thing I knew, my practice was over. I was like, oh, shit, that works. Well, yeah, it also keeps it, like, it's all about, like, trying to stay present, and you're, you like to, just, like, tricking your mind. It's another, like, mind trick thing of just, like, you know, I'm just going to do this sun salutation, and I'm going to do this sun salutation, and then I'm going to do this one. And then, like, you, your body, like, already sort of, like, but once you've, especially once you have like gotten that habit in, you know what's next. So then you're going to end up doing it. And if you're like the next one, the next one, this is the thing that my dad did to me when I was trying to, he was trying to get me to run. Mm-hmm. We go on these runs and he would be like, I would want to quit so bad. And I would get so tired and be like, I can't do it anymore. I just can't. And he's, he would stop and say, okay, run to the next mailbox. And so then I'm like, okay, I can run to the next mailbox. So I'd run to the next mailbox and be like, okay, now I'll run to the next mailbox. And I'd be like, oh, okay. And we did that and like until we got home. And he was like, see, I was so mad, but it worked. (laughs) I mean, yeah. And I'm sure coaches use this in different, you know, ways Mm -hmm. throughout the world and throughout history. So it is. It's good motivation. Uh, uh, This one really stuck out to me. See, focus on a theme for the day. Because I usually get, like, caught up in, like, okay, well, I got to do that. Like, I'll, I'll figure out, like, a new thing, and then I focus on it for, like, a month straight. But I kind of like focusing on something, like, each day. Like, breath is a good one, but can be dristy, vinyasa, banda, good thoughts. Like, yeah, I mean, do in you a, have the ability to switch it up from day to day? Yeah, I mean, in a practical sense, it's, like, I will think about um, – like a physical movement that I'm trying to get down. So, I mean, it's something usually small where it's like, okay, I'm going to, when I was learning how to jump back, it was, I was focusing on, you know, seeing how many ones that I could like jump back, you know, when before it was like I was stepping back or I was tired. So I'd try to like focus on like, all right, I'm going to do like really focus on pressing onto my hands and trying hard as far as I can go. And so I'd do this or I would focus on, 
I'm going to think about like my hip rotation or I'm going to think about pressing into my hands when I do my sun salutations or it's like when I focus on breathing, pulling my belly in and as many of these poses. So I'd like think about like a very specific physical movement to kind of get it like yeah ingrained and then show it and then like seeing where it shows up in like these poses. I'd be like, oh, I have to I have to like engage here too, you know. That's that's good. I mean, I mean, I do that too. That's just the progression. That's practice. Yeah, and so like if you just have like one focus of the day, like my focus is going to be sun salutations. My focus is going to be like, you know, my focus over the past two weeks has been engagement in the feet and in the legs, and I think that that has been a huge, uh, very welcomed in my practice. So Mm -hmm. I feel stronger there. Follow the count, use lead class. And I think that that's another thing just to chime back on is the, like, certain teachers holding, you know, lead classes online. And I guess that that would jump all the way to the last one, which is holding um, holding these classes and allowing for Zoom calls, cultivating community. I do think community is important in this in this home practice realm and you are better than I at reaching out to other people and like staying online and setting up zoom calls and chatting with people and kind of like talking about your practice. Can you talk a little bit about that? Well, I mean, I think it's good to keep as much of the, um, the feeling of like being at the shala or being connected as you possibly can. So it's like doing a lead class, even though it's virtual, the benefit of doing lead class is like sometimes at home you can kind of like um, you don't since you're so much like in your own body and in your own head that you might take longer or you might do it very fast or you might rush through some of the hard poses without thinking of it because like holding five breaths in Navasana is seems a lot longer than five breaths in forward fold. And I mean, I, we, well, all do, we all do this. Um, let's be honest, though. No teacher actually holds it to five breaths in Navasana. I've just, but I, but it's also it's because, like yeah, 20. but also because as Especially yogis, Taylor. as yogis, we like to avoid strength. Like yogis, we want to okay. stretch things out, and it feels really good. And so when it's strong things, strong like strength brings up like anger and aggression and things like that, and it makes us frustrated. And so. Like, we want to, like, run away from it. Yeah. I find people want to run away from strength much more than flexibility stuff. And so, like, I don't know. For me, like, having, like, going along with the count still and, like, having it, like, timed out and being on someone else's, it just helps to, like, make sure that, like, I am staying within the count with my own practice. It's, like, a good right. check-in. Is there anything else you want to chime on? For home practitioners, anything um, we missed? I don't know. I mean, like my my personal advice. I mean, that was a good article, but my personal thing is like, don't make it too complicated and don't set too high of expectations for yourself because this is for a lot of us. If you're already home practicing, then you just are like, okay, this is normal. And there's like those normal struggles that of distractions and things like that that happen and. I guess my thing is like, don't give yourself too hard of a time. Um, keep it as simple as possible and do what feels comfortable initially. Like I think I wrote this like in a post recently where it's like one of my big things is when you're transitioning home, 
like your full practice, especially if you are practicing, uh, have a pretty long practice, it is really hard to keep that home. So do what is feels like the most comfortable for you, like what you can do kind of automatically without having to strain too much. And for me, that's doing, I normally practice all of second and then most of third. And that is a really daunting practice to do at home because it's really, really hard. So, you know, mine is I go primary up to uh, Kapitasana. So those, that's like my sort of set point, but it depends. So if you're really struggling, it's like just do some sun salutations first in closing and then build back your practice slowly until you can, you know, get into that rhythm. Cause the most important thing is to establish the routine and not be like trying to tackle your struggle pose at home. Like that'll come, but you know, don't give yourself a hard time if you have, if you're like set back in your practice because you don't have that external motivation that you're used to. And those are for people that are going from a shala to home. It is way different. It's like a mu- much more difficult. If you mostly practice at home, like you already know what you're doing. Yeah. But I mean, that's even like after a workshop or something, if you're practicing with the teacher and then coming back home, like sometimes you have to like reset, not expect yourself to do all the things. Right. See, uh, I mean, I jumped right, right into my practice. Yeah. And everyone's different. Like it, it's, but working on a pose at home, as you have said, is really, really difficult. Like working on Kronavasana, you know, I had it at the Shala and then I can do it, but I pulled back because I want to do it without any type of knee pain. And so it's like working on that here, like I'm much less likely to like push myself to that limit. Right. And so what happens a lot of times is like if you're not, if you don't already have that like that attitude ingrained is that you'll get really down on yourself because you don't, you're not doing as well as you did. And you may not be as aware of why. And it's just like, it's normal. So don't get, don't beat yourself up if like your practice sucks right now. It'll come back. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a good post Mm -hmm. or a good way to look at it. Oh, thanks. That's just my, that's my, my thoughts at least. Um, I want to take a second and say that this podcast is sponsored by 1% Theory. And if you want to go check them out and maybe buy a shirt or, you know, look at some cool Shanga shirts, uh, do it. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, they're, they're great. Patrick designs them. I do design them. Um, I draw those. Uh, have you seen this post by Dave Robson? Oh, where he, David the wa- kids watching a movie? The, the two little, uh, the shit that their dad is doing is so much more interesting than Gremlins. A uh, Gremlins great movie. Have you ever seen Gremlins? Oh, yeah. It's a great movie. But the two little kids are so, you know, into just sitting on the couch watching TV. I would have done the same thing as a kid. Totally. You don't but, think anything your parents do is cool when you're that age. I don't know. If my <laughs> dad was in his underwear on the side of me next to the couch with his leg behind his head, like this, I'd be like, damn, dad, what are you doing? It's probably so normal. They've probably grown up in it, you know, and they're just like, okay, like gremlins. I mean, that's a great, I mean, see, this is the thing. Like, you got to do what you got to do. Like, he's like, all right, like my kids, they got to watch a movie while I practice. So we're just going to let that go on the background. So it's like allowing those things to go on if that's going to allow you to practice. So it's like. 
It's just they're stone faced. I just love it. I do too. They're just like not a care in the world. They don't care what he's doing. His one leg. I mean, he's practicing third. Yeah. But, but no. <laughs> I mean, I guess this brings up another great point. Um, it's it's one of my favorite posts right now. It's just the faces, but yeah, um, but this brings up another great point: is practicing with kids. Neither of us can comment on that, but I I can't even imagine. Yeah, and I mean, I think like my friends that I've talked to that have kids that have to practice at home. I mean, because you know that's why I mean about that pressure, like not putting the pressure on yourself, where it's like. If you can get on your mat and do a practice, even if it's sun salutations and even if you have to keep getting up to like take care of your kids or do something like as long as it's like remembering the purpose of it. The purpose is not to like do the hardest pose or do the most of anybody or to go really hard. The point is to take care of your mind and getting in touch with your breath and your body like in whatever capacity is important. So if all you're able to do because you've got more important things to to do if your practice is 15 minutes long, that's awesome. You know, like you yeah, just do what you need to do to take care of your mind. And then the rest, you'll, you'll be able to be more present for those other things. So, you know, what might've been like an hour and a half practice because your kids were able to be at school or there's someone else to watch them or whatever. Now, if it's like a 15 minute practice, then that's, that's cool. Like do that. So, I mean, I think there's some of these, some people have like too high expectations. Teachers sometimes place too high expectations on people because they don't relate or they don't understand the struggle of, you know, having other responsibilities. And like, I don't really, I just know that I have a lot of friends that do. And so I hear them, I talk to them a lot about it. And it's like, you know, it makes the practice really inaccessible if you're like, no, you have to do your full practice every day. Otherwise, like, you're not a good yogi. It's like, no. Are you speaking to when they practice at home or both when they practice at home and with the teacher? I mean, like, I'm I'm saying, like, when you have, like, specifically about being at home and being with kids or having a job or whatever that doesn't allow you to, like, do an hour and a half practice, like, you know, if all you can do, even with a teacher, if you're going to like a shala it's really just see like a lot of people talking online about like doing your practice and it's important to like do this because you got to push yourself and you don't have to you know I think that that is just the best thing is like being able to take care of yourself and if your practice is causing you stress then you need to like reevaluate what you're practicing you know yeah I agree I mean it should yeah well said like we're lucky that we have like the time and the space to be able to like do as much of you of our practices we're able to and we have each other to like support each other but not everyone has that very grateful yeah yeah do you like to light candles when you practice uh no yeah me neither i mean like maybe i don't know i've never had that impulse to do it i'm sure i wouldn't mind it i mean we don't really have like an altar or anything i mean you have statues that you brought back from india that we have in that room but we don't really have something at the front of the room that we. Yeah. And I think that's okay. I mean, there's, there, I do, I do have people that have like a dedicated space of like an altar and stuff. And I think that's, that's really, it's a good focal point. But again, it's like. We did have a picture of Sherrod on our wall for a while. I know. I, I noticed like a couple of weeks ago that all the yoga stuff was gone. 
Well, it's he not, took it all down when I was it's, gone. It's not gone. It is put in a nice. Uh, it's organized perfectly in a nice basket for when you actually open up a shala. I don't think our house should be filled with charat on our walls. Mm-hmm. I mean, although, uh, you know, I don't mind it. And might be good now that we're practicing at home again. If he is listening, you should do some lead Zoom calls with me. Mm-hmm. Some. Uh, That'd be cool I'm gonna if get I'm gonna that. get Sherrod to do a private with me. Oh my god! <laughs> I would pay for that one. Good luck. Yeah, thank you. Um, all right. Anything else in terms of home practicing? No. No. That's all good. So, what is your plan for next week's practice? Or tomorrow you're gonna do second. Um. Yeah. I mean, I'm just gonna see how I feel tomorrow. That yeah, is the best answer. And then how you feel on Monday and so on. Yeah, I mean, we're dealing with a, with an injury. It's like my practice has been like one day I'll just be able to do just primary. And then the next day I'll be like, oh, I feel pretty good. And then I'll try to like do second series. But then the next day it might be backed off. So I'm just like trying to do what I can. Same. Although I've been consistently, you know, I've consistently practiced up until – Crown of Asana for the past couple months. Yeah, that's good. Although yeah. uh, last week I did took I, I took my first break and I just did primary, and that was nice. Felt yeah, strong. Just focus on jumping back and. Yeah, I mean floating. primary. If if you Floaty. just do primary, that is the best. I mean, I have gone back and forth. Like sometimes I hate primary, but it really Same. is the best practice, and it's like. I don't know, someone was asking me online, like, some advice about how they were feeling more comfortable and better doing primary, and they did second, and they felt terrible, and I was like, well, I mean, it sounds like you should just do primary, because, like, these are really stressful times, and the other thing that is stressful right now is just all the stuff going on externally, so, like, if you're feeling extra stressed out, like, stick to primary, because it is like very grounding it's therapeutic you're not you know it's and I'm speaking to people that practice second series two of you are currently doing primary like you're in the best place possible because it's the most grounding practice and it is I needed it last week yeah and and it's like I am all about just like doing primary series yeah, but I needed second this week. I needed some back bends. I needed to create some space and just like to, yeah, mm-hmm. let all the things come up. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and you're like capable because since you're already practicing it, it's like that's what you do. That's what you do. Some people, I mean, for me, like sometimes it was like doing second series felt better to me than primary because primary would like put me to sleep. But when I'm stressed, primary. I was, I had a bad. Primary is hard. It is hard. It's so it's super hard. I had a struggle. Yeah. But it was nice after like the first day back. I was just like, oh, I remember this. Mm-hmm. This is so nice. Mm-hmm. And then it gets calm. It is. It's yoga therapy. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, that's that seems like that's good. a good place. Yeah. We've talked a lot. I've talked a lot. I talk a lot in general. No, that's kind of just how podcasts work. Oh, yeah, I guess so. You want to talk a lot. Yeah, because if you didn't talk, then it would just be silence. It's true. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, we will catch you guys next time. Okay, bye. Goodbye.